anything else today. <laughs> Log it out. <laughs> I'm going to mail this one in. I already took my shoes off, in, so it's it pretty much over. <laughs> Not going anywhere now. I thought we were going for the uh, the classic, uh, Jamie says we're going live and everybody stops talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're alive. Stop doing that. We're live. Oh, God. We're being, <laughs> being incredibly chatty for like 10 minutes. And then we go live and then everybody it's just true. Goes. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> Did a, has anybody seen Batman? <laughs> I, I did see a movie this weekend. What did you? Oh, mm. What did you see? What uh, was it? John Wick. The uh, the most like uh, contextually appropriate movie that I could have seen th- this weekend. Ooh, well, I the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it. I watched so Cocaine Bear for a second time this weekend. <laughs> for a second time. <laughs> awesome. I went to was see the that second movie. viewing an improvement. Uh, I, uh, it was a new, uh, group of people that I took. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like I watch, I, if I'm going to the movies to watch a horror movie, I like to be selective about who I bring with me because they're usually more entertaining than the movie itself, <laughs> right? their reactions. Mm-hmm. And so I took a couple of like genuine scaredy cats and it was great. Um, but it is, <laughs> it is a horror comedy. Uh, so they, they laughed a lot too, which was affirming. It's so like a- then I told them about Tucker and Dale versus Eva, which is what we're going to watch next. It's like a combo between uh, like Cujo and Benji, right? Like cocaine bear. Uh, it's it's exactly what With as bears. described on the tin. It's it's <laughs> phenomenal. Highly recommend. <laughs> well, you're talking about D and I'm assuming, Jamie. Um, yes. I've had multiple people go see it who do play and don't play, and everyone across the board has come you know come back and said, yeah, I'll give it like seven out of ten or eight out of ten." So across the board, everybody's giving it pretty high praise. Mm-hmm. And I did hear, of course, it's the internet, and it's two years from the possibility that it may come out, that they're going to do a second one with Driss Jordan. So we will see. And they're also talking about getting away from Forgotten Realms or doing things in addition to Forgotten Realms. So, yeah, I mean, so I, I have a philosophical question about this movie because I was talking to the kids about this. Uh, and based on what you just said, Matt, which is that people that go and see it that don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons they still have a good time. Like it's an enjoyable film and everybody should go watch it. It's, it's just a fun fantasy romp. Would it have done better if it did not have the Dungeons and Dragons prefix? If it was just called Honor Among Thieves and it was a fantasy movie and it just happened to be set in the Dungeons and Dragons setting, do you think more people would have gone to go see it? Discuss. <laughs> I would say that's hard to determine because everybody's going to everything. Everything's... I feel like there's a slide to our fantasy and sci-fi these days, which I'm delighted about. Um, so I don't know oh, if, me it, too. if it just shows that it was a fantasy flick and if it did or didn't have Dungeons and Dragons, I don't know if more people have gone, but I think the fact that it has Dungeons and Dragons with it, it's an, like a role-playing kind of movie. It's kickstarted like the world around Dungeons and Dragons. You know, mm-hmm. like CRPGs are picking up like all these different things because the name Dungeons and Dragons is attached to it, adjacent things that aren't even D and D related are being boosted because people are now interested in that kind of thing. So, to answer your question, I don't know, but I think it really helped the whole genre, the whole weird sphere. Shtick, shtick. Yes. <laughs> okay. The whole word, word. The whole word, word. I, mean... I, I believe the term you're looking for is is John. According mm. to the class canon. The whole John. <laughs> the whole John. 
Unnecessarily uh, truncated words are routinely entertaining. <laughs> Especially when you're just chopping off a syllable of something. Uh, is Coward here? Yes, yes, Coward is here. So, Coward, you may have noticed that my brother <laughs> looks different. Sorry, sorry, Mike just fired up the jazz. And a different character. I want to introduce you to Coward because Coward is our best fan and really legitimately our only fan. Um, Coward is Atkins. <laughs> Atkins, this is Coward. He's in the tw- he's in the Twitch chat. Oh, I do not have Twitch open, but uh, okay. So long as Coward. he's listening, I can say hey, and he can hear. You have been yeah. with us since like maybe not the first episode, but second or third, and every one since, haven't you? Not, I can't remember exactly. It's been two years, but. You've been here since the beginning, for sure. Yeah, Coward, I think it was within, yeah, within a within a handful. I don't remember if we asked Coward, how did you find us? Did you stumble on the stream, or did you did you hear hear about it somewhere? And we wait for the Twitch delay. Yeah, right. We wait for <laughs> wait for to find the keys. <laughs> like it could have been a back patio just, connection yeah. or a age or a rocks and rune lords connection. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was curious. He was hiding out in Jamie's front garden and he looked through the window and he said, What is that Jamie's doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He he came through he was listening to Rocks and Rune Lords. Oh, okay, sweet. Okay, cool. Yes, we yes, And on and your list, yeah. Uh Cowart provided us with our first fan art, I do believe. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Is that Classic. hidden somewhere in the Discord? Fan art cow art. Yeah. Or Cowart fan art? You know, yeah. that's a great segue for fan art. Uh, is the map up on Twitch? Can you bring the map up I on can Twitch? I bring, bring the map up. Just not to really get started yet. Oh, no. Hold on. Uh-oh. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh, just kidding. I don't want it. Dramatic. They already broke it. I, I, hit, I hit the, uh, I hit the uh, we're leaving button. No! Well, we have new art. Behold, Alma. This is the one you really liked the most, wasn't it, uh, Rachel? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's also that yeah. also that is now your token. If you'll take a look down over the drunken Morkoth, you'll see that Alma Ooh. is now represented by that token. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I like it. Hold on, Farazon's in the way. <laughs> I, at, at some point, I tried to change Farazon's token, but uh, ah, oh my god! No, <laughs> oh, sorry. it zoomed way in. <laughs> Somebody didn't wish for the state puff marshmallow man; they wished for Alma as the destructor. Oh, no. oh no, this isn't doing anything for my street cred. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, I gotta finish my coffee before I really get started. So I'm... coffee? Yeah. It's what? It's nine nine ten. <laughs> I just finished mine. Don't judge I don't him. understand your state. Yeah, I, don't I, I mean, if it doesn't mean anything, then it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, all seven times. This is real next, soda. <laughs> soda, yep, okay. That's my only E anymore. No more nicotine, so. 
It is only caffeine. Good for you. That's what I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a a new deal? Are you just into this, or have you been off nicotine for a while? Um, I mean, I never was a big smoker, right? I would, if I went out to drink, I'd have one or two for beer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I... I stopped. That's PAX, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I started limiting that, and I never, I never smoked outside of that. So I don't consider my, I never have considered myself a smoker, right? So I started mm-hmm. stop doing that, uh, or at least limiting it to a little bit. And then I would like, if I'd go out, I'd bum one. And now I'm down to the pack, the point where I just don't anymore. And it's been about six weeks. And I've probably had a pack, so <laughs> as opposed to a pack every two weeks or something like that. So. You know, it's it's a process. I wasn't trying to just change the world in a day, but I don't kill myself. I don't kick my own butt if I happen to just have a cigarette. But I don't. I really don't anymore. Mm. It's cool. I I, think I've it's quit three times. So I'm real good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I started when I was in high school, on and off since then. So, yeah, I uh, I quit before I even started. My my great grandmother smoked um every day of her life from the time she was i think like 12 um until like two years before she passed um but we we were we're on the way to church one day and she she was sitting in the uh, sitting in the front seat and she she extinguished one of her cigarettes in a coke in a coke can they're sitting in the in a cup holder and so i was crawling out of the back of the van i looked at ooh, a sprite and oh. yep yep and next ooh, vomit he's <laughs> <laughs> just like talking and vomit's just drooling now like, oh, this oh, is gross. so let's just let's just say yeah that's the uh that's the only mm-hmm. time I've ever had nicotine directly put you off forever yeah i it used will. to i used to hang out with a buddy uh, he's, he passed away a couple of years ago a long time ago five six seven years ago but he was a dipper yeah, and tobacco ash in a beer is one thing. Saliva with tobacco in it in a beer—it's <laughs> a whole different conversation and a, a reevaluation of what is a friend. Um, yeah. yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, usually the the smell like you can like ah, spit and tobacco, you know, but hot, hot pass. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it was. It wasn't like a whole. Uh, anyway, it was. It was bad. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, yeah. So, it's been a couple weeks. What two weeks? We played two weeks ago. Um, somebody tell me what happened. Bring us up to date because uh, Atkins is new, but he's been catching up with the uh, the YouTube or the podcast. And probably hasn't gotten to this point. We did do a rehash last week, which was you did, and Jamie sent it to me, but I still haven't sat down to watch it. So <laughs> that's all right. Um, let's just do like like the last couple of episodes. Like where what's going on now? Like since you got back to Cauldron, what's let's bring him up to that point, and then we'll talk about a recap of a recap. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <yeah. laughs> a very brief, uh, short rundown to kind of give the the feeling of the town what's going on because there is an air in the town now right there's there's this yeah, tension yeah, yeah. and you know you saw the 
the uh, the flyer for the group meeting in front of the courthouse and all that stuff. So let's hear it from the player's perspective. And go. <laughs> Anybody. It's okay. Uh, okay. We, we got we got <laughs> we left we left town to go and find a dwarf that had become estranged from his cursed parent. Uh, and when we found him and brought him back into town, uh, things in town were a bit tense. The taxes have been going up steadily over time. A lot of the guards have been replaced or augmented with half-orcs to the point where most of the guards seems to be half-orcs. Went around town with tax collectors, gathering money. Uh, businesses have started to close. People are very upset. There is going to be some kind of protest in front of the one of the buildings, one of the official buildings. There's going to be a protest and we have been asked to be present uh, in case things go pear-shaped. Does that sum it up reasonably well? Yep. Uh, yep. And uh, we found out, the last time that we played, we found out that uh, the last laugh might be connected to Tarathiel's past and uh, they have his daughter. Yes. And it was, was a revelation other... for some people that he even has a daughter, but yeah. the last laugh has it. <laughs> um... It was Shinsen who brought you the information through her connections with the Striders of Farlon. And she also dropped some pretty heavy information about another group called the Cage Rites. Okay. Can you remember what that oh, was yeah. about? The Cage Rites were, um, I think they were the group that were um, kidnapping people um, over time. And then were, th were they the ones that were selling them off? Um, in nope. Okay. They were collecting oh, them. They too. were. They're trying to bring back um, the Eben. No, not the Eben Triad. They are worshiping the plane of of. <laughs> um, Parserai. That's the one. Parserai. That's what I said. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And they're trying to the, bring the back prison plane. Prison plane. Bring back somebody. Right. They. Yeah. They're not. I mean, they're not worshiping the plane. Mm -hmm. They're worshiping something that's connected to the plane or the power that the plane can bring them. Okay. But yeah, Carcerai. Okay, right. um, they were we... collecting people that had some kind of magical oh. mark on their face yes. that's not normally visible. Which you found on Zenith. On the dwarf. Splinter Shield, yeah. Yep. Um, Blacklight. Kind yes, of. Exactly. Yeah, but they could only see it when you cast Detect Magic. So it's high it was... fantasy after all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Why what you know is spell? they so were looking obvious. for you don't want to get blacklight spell in D&D &D, brother <laughs> detect bodily fluids is that what you're guessing no, no, no. No. You know, I want to say there was a blacklight spell like second edition or something like you could see in the dark or you cast it and nobody could see in the dark but I don't know it was something weird if but... so it was just the one time and not for long yeah yeah um so the thing about the cage rights, though, is they were looking for a specific number of people, and they had been doing so for a long time. Like, there was trouble finding these people. I mean, one was down in the Underdark in a, uh, a Balmahatan temple worshipping or worshipped by Kuatoa. I mean, really distant, really weird group of uh, people. And now they have all of them. So what's going to happen next is kind of unsure, but it can't be good is the basic thought from the striders um and then it, it was, was vengeance devil she sucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 so, 
so it's it, <laughs> so it's still <laughs> it's still the same afternoon uh shinsen she she stuck around and ate some dinner with you uh and then she took off she had some other things to do and she had to go do some more clandestine things and practice some more at being a spy because uh, she was really awful at it. Um, yeah, we had this really awkward conversation where she was psychically connected to a bunch of people and then we were psychically connected to her <laughs> through Tarathiel. <laughs> it was a mess. And it was like, she's on, she was like, I'm on the phone! Yeah. Like kept, you know. yeah, it's like trying to coordinate dinner with two different families when you're when you're speaking to like, yeah, two different people on the phone. Yeah. yeah. In, in, yeah. Good fun. Good times. No. No. <laughs> so let's good time. Let's Just shift over to Mr. Adkins. We we briefly discussed where you had been and what had happened. Do you remember what we talked about? Yes. Okay. Can you give us an idea? Like, give us a rundown. Uh, maybe a little bit about who you're playing, or however you want to. However, way you want to bring this out. Let's see what sure. you are. Um. So basically, the the notes that I was given, uh, well, the, the notes that I pitched was I had some, I had spent some unexpected and undesired time in the Underdark uh, for various reasons, and uh, Matt suggested that I come out and and find myself uh, at that uh, what was it Tua Cohen or something like that temple Cohen. Um, yeah, there we go, and uh, follow some footprints and see the surface world for the first time in years. And uh, so I kind of sneakily follow su supposedly your group out of the Underdark after having been there for an undisclosed amount of time doing undisclosed things. So a key to your escape was the fact that you had this racking mind, this racking mind attack, this headache, and all your captors were killed. Right. And I was kind of, they didn't, I was kind of stashed uh, a little like back away from where the captors kind of congregated. And so whatever happened to them, I felt the effects of, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't sidelined or, or killed by it as they were. And so it took me a little while to escape the, the hewn cave that they had kept me in this, this makeshift kind of, uh, cage. Um, but I did, you know, I managed to kind of, uh, uh, you know, fingernail file my way out of there basically over the course of a couple of days. And you followed the party, essentially. Tracked them back to the entrance, the, the mall, into the Underdark. And I don't know how that's possible. We're very quiet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> probably and quieter. <laughs> <laughs> quieter than most, for sure. <clears throat> very um, sneaky and very perceptive, especially in the dark. Uh, the, my, my years spent in the Underdark have affected uh, my... Uh, my abilities to see in particular and even be seen which is fun mm -hmm. so everybody uh it's we're pretty open about what we're playing what 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 character class are you playing i i multi-classed and uh i was talking to adam about this so you guys have been playing with your characters since you know level one uh not me i'm jumping in at level nine so i i told him i'm gonna feel like joe dirt uh, when he was like uh, working the oil rig and he's like doing everything wrong and oil's going everywhere and he's just like i'm new i'm sorry i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> um but i did uh i multi-classed i am uh i am a few levels in monk and a few levels in ranger cool. so two classes we don't have which is pretty cool mm -hmm. totally what... by accident so what is your monk archetype? What's your monk's uh, 
I am so a uh, yeah, uh, I am a way of the shadow monk. Okay. And your ranger subclass? Gloom stalker. Yeah. Ooh. It's a neat so combination. Fancy. I was looking at what you can do, and it's yeah, it's I'm kind interested. of dumb. I was amazed. <laughs> <laughs> I think party was like, if I were a DM and somebody was like, I want to play at your table with this, I'd have been like, maybe not. <laughs> what? They both, like, shadow and shadow, I mean, it just works really well together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's some cool synergies. It's it's um, it's um two uh, subclasses that I've never played with ever. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm really jumping into the deep end of, of new stuff with, with Spectro. And this character's name cool. is Spectro. Yeah, and he's a he's a ghost wise halfling. He's just he's a he's a minute dude who looks up to the the, the giant in your ranks. And we have a token for him as well, but we're not releasing that until he joins the party. So hold your breath. <sighs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't so, hold my breath that long. Spectro oh has essentially shadowed you guys back to uh cauldron we're gonna we're gonna hang a lantern on this we're gonna suspend a little disbelief we're gonna get you into the party as quick as possible because i don't want to spend a lot of time trying to do that like i do want to role play it into it but i don't want to have to say okay you sneak around this road and you go down this road blah blah, blah. sure no. sure um, makes for thrilling audio it really does <laughs> and it really speeds the story along Bye. so um spectro you've you you realize as you're following this group, and again, like uh, like like Fairzon or Jamie said, they're not a quiet crowd. One of them you notice that you don't notice quite often, but the rest of them are pretty loud, and you know they're just they're just hard to miss. The trailing them was no problem, and you quickly realize they're heading to Cauldron. You don't know what Cauldron is at the time, but you see they're heading towards this volcano. It's on a well-worn uh, road. Um, you actually have to hide from certain caravans or what because there's a lot of merchants and it's it's a good on the road because you're on foot and you're trying to keep up with them but you're also it's one thing you got some movement man you i am move. a fast little bugger <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a halfling who i have my standard speed is 50 feet as a half like and but in the first round of combat i get an extra 10 so i'm 60 feet of movement uh, on round Jeez. one in combat with a move with one move action. With one yeah, move, first, yeah. yeah. And and Matt let me fly for reasons I can't fathom. So that's, <laughs> that's going to be fun later. Um, so you're actually keeping up with them. They don't have horses because the horses they have uh, turned into meat for what they can only assume was a bigger red dragon. So they do get back to Cauldron and um, following them up the the side of the hill uh, side of the mountain you you see them they you see them talking to the guard and the guards just kind of wave them in but then they step up front again and you have no problem hiding from these guys because they don't really care in the first place and you are that kind of guy you can just kind of move in uh you get into cauldron and you they kind of split their separate ways and they're also uh the whole time they've got a uh a dwarf uh a, an older dwarf no armor and shackled so they've got a prisoner of some kind and they take him off one way and uh, one or two of the others go a different way and they, uh, they they split up you get into the town and you know passing the guards you hear them just chattering and you get the idea that there's something big coming up there's some sort of event um, 
in town like a bunch of people are going to be joining up tomorrow well at this point it was it's been a while so i forgot we we've been through a couple of months at this point so you've been in town for a while um you've seen these guys and these guys metro has yes you've now been in town for a while because when they got back we have spent months because we did a vignette and they took three months of downtime so you've had three months to explore the town these four these uh these four people are heroes of the town they're they seem important yeah they're superstars they i mean you hear the name you hear the name alma a lot in in passing usually in bars and like it's it's a matter of awe and like you know uh awe in her power and awe in her beauty at the same time she's uh, good a big name good good to bed or alma will get you yeah right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, the, the thing about uh at least in my game and in, in greyhawk um adventurers are like superstars i mean they walk into a town and everybody's like oh my god they're adventurers and if they're really good adventurers it's like holy crap uh guns and roses just walked into town or something like that you know the bigger the name the bigger <laughs> hey so guns and roses was a band <laughs> oh, no. it's really funny is so I, saw, the dating. I saw it right i saw a thing today and it said you know, you can, t- uh, what is it? Uh, when discussing mansplaining, you, you say, so mansplaining is when a man claims. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, so, you know what I mean? It's like a, the biggest name in, in town comes around. So these guys are superstars and they, they draw an audience and they are given deferred uh, special treatment and they've they've done a lot of things for the town. And in, the, in this time that you've had over the last couple of months, you've had a chance to approach them. Um, but ah. you've also heard about their exploits. You wouldn't even see me. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's a tall freak. <laughs> yeah, you're about shin level to him. Yeah. Um, I'm a wee little man. I'm like three foot tall. You might have tried to step on me. Oh my God, what was that? I had to pull myself out from underneath your boot a time or two. <laughs> no, no doubt. They've they've saved orphans. They've saved the town from, from flooding. They've defeated liches and vampires like you it, you don't have to really even try to find out who these people are because they've become kind of a, a city legend um but one thing you do get for sure is they are good people like they're good guys you don't hear anything bad about their exploits everything they've done is been on the up and up and you know kind and, and, and giving and things like that so fast forward um you know that they stay at the Drunken Morkoth most of the time. Um, you could have easily shadowed somebody back to where they spend the most, spend a real majority of their town, which I have on the map in the top right corner lovingly placed the murder basement. If you oh, want yeah, to see that, Let's see that. <laughs> murder dungeon, the murder dungeon. Is that what I put? Yeah, uh, yeah, the murder dungeon. Just on the offside of, of the map, um, you, you've trailed them. You know that it's their secret lair outside of the of uh, Cauldron. They go there sometimes. They stay in the Morkoth a lot because it's just more convenient. Um, but it is this specific evening, and it's kind of one of the few evenings that they really all get together at the Drunken Morkoth. And you, um, going to say you just at this particular night you had an interest in them and. They just finished speaking with a drow elf, a dark elf, and she leaves. And they're sitting with around a, drow? a table. Uh-huh. 
and they're sitting around. Uh, <laughs> Don't just... really negate that argument. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're just sitting around discussing things, and they've they've got a uh, a flyer in their hand that they're looking at, and I'm going to let you take over from here. Um, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna assume that you want to be with the group. You know, sure. we're gonna we're gonna push this group together. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, Spetro, are you guys like standing at the bar, say, seated somewhere? What's the deal? What's the? Give me my spatial cues. I think we were sitting at a table with Shinsen. Um, Shinsen would have just left, or would have left recently, so there'll be an empty seat at the table. But we're, we're all connected psychically, so we're probably having a conversation without any words. While we're <laughs> just staring at each other. Then, then I don't yeah. get the uh, I don't get the idea that uh, that I'm interrupting anything. I just waltz right up. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, wh whoever is seated on the outside, like I'm a you know table or booth, whoever I'm closest to, I'm just going to kind of tug at the hem. We'll, we'll say it's uh, Tarathiel's whatever you wear on your lower half. Uh, you okay. just feel a couple of short little tugs. Uh, and you look down, and uh, before you is a, uh, a very short, I mean, it's a halfling, um, but he's extremely pale. Um, it doesn't, it looks like he, he has seen better days physically uh, as far as nourishment and maybe even strength goes. Um, he's got some telltale signs of recent captivity, um, like some uh some fresh wounds around the uh the wrists and uh he just he walks up he tugs on uh, your trousers and he wants to know what what business you had with a drow and, and he asks it very flatly and matter of factly and and almost a little aggressively sorry i think trathiel's a <laughs> initial reaction to having somebody sneak up and touch him would be to like pull back and just there's a psychic dagger in one hand already. <laughs> what? Have that effect what? on people. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike does. Metro probably off. It's a, it's a Mike thing. Yeah. <laughs> we um. Who who are you? Uh, my name is Spetro. You can call me Spetro. I've heard about each of you in turn. Um. Are, are you from the orphanage, little one? No. I wish. Oh, wait, um, no, he's, he's smart. I, I do have much, much in common with the orphans uh, currently. But I ask again, what business did you have with the drow? Why was, was it a she, Matt? Yes. Why, why was she allowed to walk out of this establishment alive? She's a friend. She's helped us in the past. A friendly uh, drow? People don't... We, we don't kill people just if, just because of how they were born. And much must have changed while I was in the Underdark. And then this is... This this city, Cauldron, is uh, the, the most of the world that I've seen in my entire life. And, and so my eyes have been open to much, but a, a friendly drow is, sounds like an oxymoron from where I'm from and from nice. and based on what I've done it's probably been a couple of additions since you've been underground <laughs> <laughs> bad Mike <laughs> <laughs> so Ferzon looks down and he's kind of 
kind of look, looks over, the, leans over the table a little bit. He says, how, how long have you been above ground? Uh, since emerging, uh, a couple of months since you guys yourselves last emerged from the Underdark. How did you know we were in the Underdark? And when we came out? I didn't know who was there. I just, uh, I'd been held captive for a while and my captors fell victim to something in, incredible uh, and I was uh, lucky to not be subject uh, to their same fates and as soon as I emerged I found footprints and, and followed them and uh, came out uh, near this city and managed to uh, to tail you guys all the way here. Hmm. You uh, So you know no one in the city? No. And he'll, he will reach under the table with his foot and kind of kick the chair out. He says, you seem to have a rough, have had a rough journey. Why don't you sit and have a bite or a drink or whatever it is that you eat? And so, someone said that he had like visible wounds of captivity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did. Oh. I was going to interject so and ask like, like push my kind of bowl of stew over toward him and see if I could maybe heal him. Ask him if he's feeling okay. Image of Shinsen just popped up on the map. I've uh, I've certainly seen better days, and uh, thankfully, since since emerging from the Underdark after a long time, uh, those days have been progressively better. But I still believe I've got better days ahead. I must because of the the severity of the days that now lie behind. Does he take? The, does he take uh, Alma's stew? Yeah, he scrambles up. You know, he has to like mount this chair. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady, like, yeah. the lady, the smaller she, chair to, she, to go uh, on top of the big chair. <laughs> so just don't ask. A just don't bring seat. him a booster seat. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> he'll be well, thoroughly, in, he'll be thoroughly embarrassed. <laughs> so there are, uh, you know, this is a world of of different kind of races, bigger, smaller dwarves, halflings, gnomes. Goliath. So, this is uh, this establishment is kind of geared towards different sizes. The city itself is fairly human centric, like ninety eight percent. But this particular uh, the drunken Morthkoff seems a little more <laughs> progressive. I hate these word, but there are chairs cosmopolitan. and cosmopolitan because this is where <laughs> most of the adventurers come through. Right, and adventurers are—they're the ones that come in all sizes. So, they have uh, all kinds of, of seating and table. There's shorter tables and larger tables. So there is a chair that's not like a booster available for you. And Nalini, uh, I don't know if you've heard about Nalini through listening to some of the older episodes, sure. but Nalini, she, she <laughs> she's, she's this she is this ditzy kind of blonde. Um, so another thing about the cult, the the region of Cauldron is this is more of like uh, South American, like a darker skin, darker hair, darker eyes. Nalini is a total Aryan, blonde eyes or blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> no, and, no, 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 blonde hair or blonde <laughs> eyes, blue <laughs> eyes. Um, <laughs> and she she moves with a weird butterfly grace where she bounces between tables and she just always seems to have uh, the right drink at the right time and never drops anything she bounces over and uh she 
pulls over a chair and spins it around for you and says, Hello, can I get you something? I'm like, I'll, I'll eat what's free for now. It's it's on us. Yeah, it's on us. Then it's all free. <laughs> uh, do you have any kind of meat? Well, yes. Where's Kabdoon? He always eats meat. <laughs> and she flutters off and just she leaves for the moment. Ferzan reaches over and is little and takes the red coaster that's in front of Spectra and he flips it over to the green side. There, you, there you go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this must be your first time. <laughs> you, as soon as food is kind of pushed in uh, in front of him, I mean, he he's not he doesn't like attack it. Um, but he's also, you also get the sense that he's not fully, he hasn't had a meal like this. He, and he said that he's been out of the Underdark and, and released from captivity for a while. Um, but you get the sense that he hasn't eaten like this even since then. Like he, he might have been basically kind of scrounging his way through scraps possibly throughout the city or, or handouts where he could get them. So this is like, this is the Ritz. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I hate I hate to do this to to a, a, a PC, but um, Matt can can I do the know your enemy thing? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know uh, current hit points and uh, total class levels. For me? Yeah. So, uh, so hang hang on before you say anything. Let's reread that because I think I misunderstood you once. You get to know if it's higher or lower, not specific. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's um... so let's reread it and see what that is. Jamie's cheating. <laughs> Jamie's forgetting. Uh, yeah, the yeah. DM tells you if the creature is your equal, superior, or inferior in regards to two of the total, uh, two of the following, and I'm looking for uh, current hit points and total class levels, and my current hit points are. 85 and Whoa. 9 level so nine. you, you uh, Atkins you just tell him if it's higher or lower or the uh, same yeah le- uh, so you're asking levels and then uh, HP yeah current yep. current hit points yep. okay levels same yep um, hit points lower okay uh, I was so because it's you know relative to me that wasn't exactly what I was what I thought it was going to be, but uh, I was I was looking for kind of health condition there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I offered to heal if you need it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted I probably. Sure. Yeah, I was too busy stuff on my face. But, yeah, <laughs> if you, I mean, if you so, offer healing, I mean, you could tell uh, they're, they're not healing well. I mean, he's, he's, um, they're not, they're not like festering wounds or anything, but uh, it's pretty. It's just scarring. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So with counting fingers and holding a dagger of venom under the table. <laughs> <laughs> so with magical healing, you like what's going on with uh, Spetro is more like malnourishment, not like loss of hit points. Okay. Um, I could even say like a level exhaustion. I don't want to go that far, but if you were to <laughs> use magical healing on him, uh, it would basically fix the scar like it would it would clean the scarring up hmm. he's not down hit points per se but yeah using magical hit points in somebody that's got like permanent injuries and whatnot that aren't like missing a hand because there's spells for that you could oh, just kind of clean up his 
damage. Okay, you know that's what I, mean? I want to do then. Just whatever I can do to kind of make him more like comfortable as far as outside of feeding him. So do you have to like touch me to do this? Uh, well, it's whatever you want. If you're not comfortable with the touch, I don't have to do that. I mean, just I, I mean, how do you do you offer it or do you just do the thing? Do you just grab his hand? Do you speak words and it just I, fixes? I, I, off, I <laughs> offer it and I will I'll offer it and I will reach out my hand. And if like because I know that some people, whenever they're traumatized by captivity, they don't want to be touched. If it's something that you don't want to be touched, then I will not touch you. But I'll reach out my hand either way. Sure. I, I, I think that. Consent, kids. Right. <laughs> I think uh, if you, you know, if you reach out to him, he's he's heard enough. You know, Matt pointed out specifically a lot about you. So of the party, probably he's more open to, you know, movements that you might make towards him. And so as he, he, he does pause his eating um, while you reach out and, and touch his hands and you're, you're DMing that the, the scars just kind of fade away or grow lighter, Matt? Yeah, they just, like, if you have old scars from shackles, they just smooth out back to normal skin. It would be like someone that had, uh, like, a skin graft that just returns back to regular skin. Gotcha. That kind of thing. Um, in that case, he, you know, he kind of, when you do it, he's, he's turning his hands over. I can't quite do that. I had surgery on one of my arms. Um, so it's... He's turning him over. He's looking at his wrist and he's rubbing and and he looks up at you and his eyes say thank you a lot more than the words thank you do coming from his mouth. Like you still get the sense that he's kind of gruff and not not emotive when he when he can be reserved, but it's hard to restrain eyeballs. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'll give I'll give a nod as in understanding. Just like you're good, you're safe. And he just goes back to what you you push stew in front of him. He's still waiting on his meat. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian, so it is just veggie stew. So you're welcome to wait. Well, after just you know while this is happening towards the end, <laughs> as as you're looking at your hand and you're looking at her, you know, Andy floats one back by and she sets down a plate full of meat and it's barely cooked. <laughs> Uh, and she sets down just an ale, um, and she just floats off again. I don't think Spetro pauses much at undercooked meat right now. Um, I think that he's he's just relishing having anything close to a uh, a partially satiated belly. And you guys recognize that this is how Caldoun has been eating his food all along, just like a New York seer, like sent out, like mostly. So she. <laughs> Basically, brought him what Caldoun. Brought me the Caldoun special, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah. rare. Yeah, exactly. Did y'all, <laughs> did y'all ever see a, many, many, many moons ago? Uh, it's a mini series called The Tenth Kingdom. I don't, I don't know if it was ever released in theater, mm-hmm. but it was, a, it was a two, two uh, VHS cassette thing that um, uh, Alicia mm-hmm. had. <clears throat> and this, there's a character who's the big bad wolf in human form. And he's, he's in a restaurant, and they say, what would you like to eat? He's like, bring me a steak. Rare. And he's like, no, no, no. Bring the cow in. Let it sc- look at the look at the grill, scream in terror, and then bring it out. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's what, I always, that's what I always think of when somebody says a rare steak. Have it scream in terror, and then bring it out. That's right. Jeez. Um, well, there was then, a movie that, used, that was called, or is called The Cowboy Way, and the way he described he wanted his steak was knock the horns off and wipe its ass. <laughs> 
There you Gross. go. There you go. You don't want a dirty steak. No. So, <laughs> uh, as Spectro is still, uh, he's not the most polished when it comes to manners. And so, as he's still polishing off uh, the stew, and, and he's got like a cheek full of stew and a cheek full of this rare meat, um, he's still going to kind of cut his eyes and, and kind of look over each of you and ask. So, again, what what gives with the drow? Like, what what was <laughs> what was her business? She was telling us that there is something that may be of some concern to the town. There is to be a pro- protest? Protest, Matt? Yeah. So, yeah gathering, a ga- protest. Yeah. 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 Gathering. The, okay. <laughs> a gathering of people that are uh, concerned with the policies that have been dictated to them by the leadership of the town. They... Yes, Matt? Well, I was going to say, I'll read you the notice. If, okay. uh, what, go ahead, finish up. Hold on. I think I have this flyer that will explain it. <laughs> People are mad about their taxes. Uh, it's a notice. It's on, you know, it's just on scratch paper, but it has been printed out, which seems to think it would cost a lot of money. Uh, citizens of Cauldron, let your voice be heard. Come one, come all to the city hall this evening. And it has a date, which is tomorrow's date. Those in power must learn that we do not welcome their indulgences. Their vices shall be borne by our pockets no more. The tax collectors are the ta- lapdogs of their greed. Let not their shadows besmirch our stoops. Speak your will, voice your pains. Help us return Cauldron to her children. Sounds peaceful. I'm sure that's going to go really well. That's why they want us to show up, I guess. You, um, you seem... Mike, you just got really, really loud. Really loud. Yeah. <laughs> did, did I? Why? I don't know. It just got really loud, okay. though. Hello? Hello? There we go. Perfect. Testing. Class trade of three, mics. Two, one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to that. It is a, it is in my bloodline. Yep. <laughs> go ahead. You sorry. seem um, like you could slip through a crowd undetected. Maybe we could use that. Or did you notice me before? I tugged on your trousers. You said you've been following us for a month? More than that, yeah. Months, yeah. Didn't see you at all. What do you need? I don't know. We can kind of play it by ear once we get there. What sort, there... Of, what sort of skills do you have? I can tell that you are capable, but I don't know what you're good at. Well, to be honest, um, I don't function super well in the light. At least not. I am at my best in the dark, whether I create it or the the environment itself just is, uh, be it by sunset or by being underground, like I have been for some time. Um, but I'm not without the ability to to move, move quickly, uh, move quietly. And how are you at a fight? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, but, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm down. You want to roll it? Do it. If you want to roll it, let's do it. A PC fight. If you want to beat Come a malnourished on. halfling in a feat of strength, <laughs> just yeah, to yourself on your Goliath back, you go for it. <laughs> no, no, not, not here. The food is here. Over there, maybe. <laughs> the likely in, excuse. In the dark. Oh, oh, you're saying take it to another table, not don't do it at all. Oh, no. I, got oh, no. I don't know. We 
there's there's no need for such displays. I will take your word for it. I, I can tell that even though you <laughs> may haven't done it in a while, you do uh, have have the skills. Well, my captors were dumb enough to keep all of my stuff handy. So, oh, they they were not. They were. Uh, I'm not. I'm not unarmed. Okay. Is what? Uh, do we do we have spare equipment? I don't. I think most of everything we've sold off if we're not using it, right? I don't remember you guys selling hardly anything, because the only person that would really buy it would have been Sky. Yeah. And. Jesus. Yeah, and. Whenever you'd go see her, you'd always buy stuff, not sell stuff. Yeah. And now that she's closed her doors and moved to Sassarine, you're not quite sure where's the best place. Well, I've um, got uh, a few things of my own and a few things of theirs. You know, they were dead, so they were not using them anymore. Been there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the conversation's going on for a couple hours. You guys are talking, getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. Um Alma, you notice uh, out the out the front door, you know the board where people leave uh, notices for people for jobs and whatnot, trying to communicate. You notice Jackery, the the sergeant. Do you remember who Jackery is? The sergeant. Yeah. The sergeant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one that was sent out to patrol near the hookface, uh, the dragon that you face, the, yeah. The, yeah, and that oh, you yeah. brought back. You brought him back. And you also discussed mm -hmm. with him some time ago about, you know, uh, you were going to try to hire him to give you information about the, the guard. And he was like, I don't think I want to do that. But if something weird happens or something comes up, I I'll let you know. We see him, uh, Alma, notice him. He's out front. He's he's tacked a little something in the thing and he's scribbling on it. And he just does kind of not really an about face, but he finishes up and he heads down the street. Kill it. And he was—he was not in his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he wasn't in his guard outfit. And it's getting later. It's you know, it's pushing dinner time, right? Like six, seven. It's getting dark outside. Um, and this is this is in the middle of winter. It's been a couple of months, so it's dark early. Uh, so by like two o'clock, because of the height of the buildings and all that sun angular stuff, it's dark. Two or three o'clock, it's dark. And it is cold weather time, so going outside, except for fares on, you are bundled up uh, you know, with your winter clothing. Um, and that's what he was. You know, he was he was bundled up. You just happened to recognize him. Nobody else did, but you're <laughs> you are a radar, and you have this, this uh, static uh, ability to notice everything. Okay, I want to go check it out. You hop up. You all, you guys see Helma uh, hop up. She walks out. You walk over. Look at the sheet, and it was, it's, uh, um, essentially like, hey guys, I need to talk to you, Jackery. He didn't say to who or anything like that, but that's pretty much all he puts. Kind of trying to be sneaky, but. Yeah, I can assume. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, he's already, like, walked off and gone. Barely. I mean, you notice him leaving, you hopped up, he's maybe, he's just down the road. You could probably catch up if you tried. Okay, I would. I'll try to either call out to him or like run up to him. Okay, so no problem. You you see him. You take off that. Actually, you you turn around. You see everybody, right? You just notice. You just notice everything, <laughs> and you see him maybe a few blocks away, and you catch up with him. Uh, you yell, you know, yell at Jack, and he turns around. And he's he, he kind of lights up. Oh, Alma, hey, I just left you guys a note. 
Hey, I uh, I thought so. What what is it? Something we can uh, talk about right now, or do we need to? Can we? And he just looks around. Can we go somewhere? Like you and I right now, or do you want me to? Any? Uh, I mean the uh the group. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll say uh, hang uh, hang tight, hang tight. Okay. And I'll kind of do a little jog back in. Right. And he he's he walks back your direction. Like he now realizes yeah. you just got the note because uh, you maybe had it in your hand. So he walks yeah. back behind you. So he's getting closer, and you notice that he just steps over into a shadow. Not not great, but enough to where he's not just standing in the middle of the road. Okay. Yeah. I'll... I'll go back into the group and just say, like, show them the paper and say, like, Jackery needs to, Jackery wants to talk. And he says, we can't do it here. Do you um, guys want to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Treffy Tre will stand up and just look to Spetra. <laughs> you want to come? And I take this, and he just holds up a wad of meat. Yes. <laughs> of course. And see why not? Pops down off of his chair. He's like, just got this handful of me. He's eating it like an apple. Awesome. <laughs> so he walks. Doesn't I'll care about the stuff running to... down his arm. I'll leave some money to pay and tip. Oh, we, and we don't do that here. Yeah, right. But Nalini, like, it's gone. I mean, yeah, just, she's... <laughs> it doesn't even hit the table. There's no clink. It's just in her pocket, you know. It's just a clear. A professional waitress. <laughs> Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. One hand, oh, one hand, one bounce. Ah. Right. <laughs> you guys head out, take a right, go down the, just barely a block, and you, like I said, he's not hiding. He's just out of the way, and he he waves at you like trying to get your attention, like you don't notice him, and <laughs> walk over. The guy and waving he, uh, at us over there. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you walk over and it's Jacker, and he's he's bundled up. He's got his his uh, cold weather gear on, and again, you guys are like in the jungle, so even cold is kind of relative it's 30 you know no snow nothing like that it's just a cold jungle area um and he he, he waves you he said you remember we talked about me uh, hang on you know... hang on oh i i just want to do detect magic first to make sure we're not being spied on okay you're gonna do it like a ritual or you're gonna cast it i mean we if, if everybody's cool and we have time does jackery have any pressing matters no, 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 no. Okay, then I'd rather ritual cast it and save okay. the spell slot. So, ten minutes passed. If you guys had something you want to do, you got time to do it. But if not, the spell completes. You cast your detect magic, and uh, you don't detect. You're looking for divination. You're looking for like mm. spying stuff. You don't detect anything. Mm. Okay, carry on. Um, you asked me to let you know if something weird ever happens. Um, well, for one thing, I think the half orcs have almost a hundred percent replaced everybody. I mean, there's just a handful of original guards left. And not only that, those guards—they're getting ready to—they're pl planning a large-scale police action against the town of Redford, south of here, and nobody knows why. Like, they're going to take majority of the guards on a night and travel down it's, it's a couple of days away but on a, and travel down to Red Gorge and basically take over this just mm -hmm. came down a couple of days ago 
came down from it's whom? Guard captain. I mean, he gives us all our, our orders. It's just, you know, we're pre in preparation to mobilize and uh, gear up to go down. And you don't know the night that this is going to occur? No, but it's soon. I mean, um, next couple of days, maybe well, a week or less. And you said that it was most of the remaining original guard. Are there half orcs being sent, or it's is it just you only half orcs being sent? Wow. And they are planning to leave any Within guards here in Cauldron? Oh yeah, I mean, not taking the whole seven hundred and fifty guard force. They're but they're taking about three hundred of them. Hmm. Well trained well-armored half-orcs and Tercion is leading them. Oh. The guard captain. Yeah. Hmm. And he just pulls his hood up. Um, if do you, you need more, can you find me? And he, he, he looks very nervous. Do you have any concerns for your safety? Does anyone else know that you know this? We all know it. Um, it's, it's not really outside... Outside of the guard, outside of the guards, outside of the guard, the watch. No, nobody really knows. They're, they've been told not to really talk about it or mention it to anybody because it's a, it's a it's an internal concern. They don't talk about that to the citizens, um, but it's well known within uh, the guards and uh, the 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 leadership. And they provided no reason. Well, they never do. They just give us orders and we follow them. That's not different. That's not unusual. Um, but what's unusual is using our city guard to to police a city south of here, which we've never done before. I mean, they're a trade partner. I, I don't know what's going on. Are they policing or assaulting? They're calling it a police action. On what grounds? Oh, it sorry. Is. I'm I'm Spetro. I'm with them. Oh. <laughs> He's cool. Hi. Okay. He's new. Hi. Um, I'm Jackery. Um, they they say basically saved my life. Um, no, they don't give us reasons. They haven't given us a reason. Um, they just said that they're performing a large scale police action on the town of Red Gorge. Now, so every everybody in the guards knows that, but nobody on the guard knows why. Nobody that I can talk to. I mean, I'm sure some of the higher level uh, lieutenants under the captain may know more information. Um, but anytime we've ever held any kind of like this scale, it's usually to put something down, like quell a, a um, rebellion or an insurrection, or you know, we used to do this to the last laugh. I mean, we used to do actions against them all the time. We haven't done that in gosh years. We haven't done anything with the last laugh in years um this kind of feels like something we would do against the last laugh um i hope that helps i i don't i don't know what else i can tell you uh when i if i find out when specifically i'll let you know um but i i gotta go i mean i think it's probably gonna be obvious if i'm sitting here talking to you guys that something's up so um Wait, wait a second, Jeffrey and uh, Tarathia will dig around in his pack and pull out one of the sending stones that he originally purchased to give to 
the groundskeeper at the orphanage. Okay. But he perished before he could give it to them. And he'll hand one to Jackery. If you need to reach us, send us anything. How do this. I what do I do? You gotta press the button on the side. <laughs> over, over. <laughs> you gotta let go of the button, or you can't hear my response. Let go of the button. <laughs> you say, you say over to let go, when you let go of the button, so that I know. But say it before you let go of the button. It's complicated, but you'll get it. <laughs> okay. Um, so Mike, talk to me about sending stones. How does it work? I don't know. Hang on okay. a second. All right. <laughs> that, that was him. That was him talking about it. <laughs> right. So Decker takes it. And he he goes, oh, yeah, and he puts it in his pocket, and he pulls his you know his winter hood up. It's like I'll, I'll and he just backs out into the shadows. I'll find you, cool. or I'll, I'll I'll communicate you, and uh, he he walks off. All right, Bye. I got it. It is. It's a, a pair of smooth stones. When you touch one of them, you can use one action to... You can use an action to cast Sending from it. Uh, just like the spell Sending. The target is always the bearer of the other stone. So Tarathiel has the other stone at the moment. Okay. Uh, and if nobody owns... If nobody has the other stone, then you know it as soon as you try. And it, the Sending just doesn't go off. Once you cast it, you can't do it again until the next dawn. So, so you cast Sending once, once a day... Time. And if for some reason the guy you gave it to doesn't have it, you know it. Or if you know that... it, and and you don't cast the spell, so you can keep trying that same day. I see. Okay. It, it fails. It's like fails. A, it didn't go through, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You just get the busy signal. Um, <laughs> so the, the stone you have dialed is. Instead <laughs> of hearing the ocean, you hear the uh, the busy. Your call is yeah. very important to us. You are fifty-eight <laughs> in line. Please be patient. We'll be with you shortly. Here's some music. We're sorry. So it works both ways, right? So you can cast it once a day, and he could cast it once a day, or is it once and spent? Does it say? Uh, no, the the stones are a pair. So once once sending is cast through them once per day, they can't be used again till the next dawn. Okay. And um, but the sending it is the sending spell, so it's twenty five words, and then I think a response. Let me just check. So sending is like the third answer, or fourth level spell. I can right? answer you. Is that the one I'm third thinking level. of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Third, cool. Third level spell. Okay. That's uh that's actually what um. Sarkum sent to um, Genya when he was down at the, the drunken or the, the lucky monkey. crazy his monkey. Tongue eaten. The lucky monkey. Yeah. Before he had his tongue eaten out. Um, okay. Delicious. Yeah. Super not fun. So Jackery takes it. He pockets it. They must be tasty. He gets, he gets out of sight and around the corner. Hmm. Well, what, do, what do we do about that? I don't think there's anything we can do right now. Do any of y'all know anything about this other city? Anything at all? No, this uh, is the farthest south I've been. <laughs> I don't know. So, just being in, in Cauldron, um, you've heard, you know of Red Gorge. It's south of, of Cauldron. Um, it's not a large town, but it is definitely a trading hub. Um, anything that Cauldron trades goes to them. Like, Cauldron's big about like tropical fruits and um, wood and a couple of textiles, but they go through sweet tobacco uh, salad, sweet yeah, definitely sweet tacos. tobacco salad, and tacos. That's a newer one that's just mm -hmm. come around in the last year since Cowart's uh, taco stand has really taken off. 
Hogwarts um, Taco Emporium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they are just a, a small trading town, um, and it's southwest of here. So there's not much past there, right? Because you guys are on the edge, quote, of the map of of Orith. Uh, because um, to, to the west of you is just this long line of mountains, and beyond that is just desert for hundreds and hundreds of miles. To your east, you've got Jeklay Bay, which is a trading bay full of pirates. So you're kind of down this weird peninsula. It's a terrible there's trading nothing- bay. Nothing to really, uh, nothing really to trade with. So you trade with them, and they trade with you. What if we wanted to trade pirates? That <laughs> would take an incredible business plan. I'll get, I'll oh. get to work on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, we could try and talk to Tercion. I mean, that's... he did tell us to go and see him whenever we. Needed to. Did Jackery say and... how how long this plan has been in place? Like how quickly they rounded up these? What'd you say? Like 250, 350 half orc guards to go do this thing? You guys can let him know about the half orcs if you want. Yeah, the orcs have been like slowly infiltrating and replacing all of the guard of the town. So at this point, it looks like they're mostly half orcs, and they're they're displacing a lot of the workers from Cauldron. But the, like, did Jackery say specifically this plan to take these half orcs to go to this place and do this police action or whatever? Did he did he mention in that conversation? Yeah, that they've they've been working on this for a couple of days or a couple of days. He just he okay. they just got word sent down from the captain that get ready, we're going to be doing a police action on Red Gorge. So we're going to be you know we're we're built we're getting our logistics together to go do this because it's going to be about with that size of an quote, army, it's going to be probably a week-long march to get there. Um, so they're getting logistics together, they're getting planning at this point, but there's no set date that they're leaving the city yet. They haven't mentioned that yet. They're just saying it's going to happen soon. Get ready. How old's that flyer that the drow handed to y'all? Uh, days. I mean, it just it's just been out for a couple of days. It's got a specific date as to when this gathering is going to happen, which is tomorrow night. But the, the flyer has just been out with, you know, day before yesterday. Okay. In, interestingly, the half orcs were connected to the Blue Duke, and we've heard rumors that he's coming back as well. That's right. And Jackery didn't really mention anything about that. Um, the Blue Duke was coming in to. What did I say? I, I don't know how much I've mentioned, but I think I mentioned that the Blue Duke was coming in to take over control of the Half Orcs, the Guard. I think there was something else you mentioned too, right? Right? Sure. Right? Yeah. I think there was more information. <laughs> no, you can go back <laughs> and listen to the previous episode. Yeah. Um, uh, but, all I had, all I had in my notes is the Blue Duke is coming to Cauldron. So, okay. And you guys heard about the Blue Duke? ages ago when you first met Kelev and Colander and down there in the, in the uh, uh, the way uh, shoot, Drakthar's way, way. Um, way they mentioned that they were hired inadvertently through this blue duke Kellett says we can do one police action per turn thanks for the rules <laughs> clarification on that. appreciate that I was getting ready to look that up Standard bonus and police action. Got it. <laughs> standard, standard oh, no. Bonus. Let's make an investigation <laughs> check. Um, 
So, so what's the I plan? I think I think uh, Ferzan, you know, he's kind of kind of thinking about it, and he says, "Until we know when they are leaving, I think that our priority would be to stay apprised of the um, the situation Pro at the, the courthouse. Protest. Yeah, at the pro courthouse. That's right, courthouse. Yeah. Um, it could be, it could be that this gathering is a distraction." to hide the fact that they're marching 300 guardsmen out of the city. I thought that too. So I was asking about the timing. Y yeah, <clears throat> as soon as he said that, that kind of clicked. We need to, we need to get some uh, universal glue and just glue all the gates shut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that would be real popular. <laughs> For just a little so while. But the, but they'll probably just go out the... Uh, the uh, whatever murder basement that's attached to the bottom of the uh, guardhouse. Mm -hmm. The boathouse. Or, or Oryx boathouse. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the episode I'm listening to right now. That's that's where I've got... This, where the bathhouse, bathhouse episode? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm a little beyond that, but uh, yeah, that's definitely ringing some fresh bells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like one of the last things that if, if somebody... It was it was brought it was brought up that like only the people in the know call it the the boathouse. It's like oh yeah yeah wink 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 for that yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> so it's getting later. You know, it's like I said, it's pushing seven or eight. It's dinner time. You guys have been eating. You, you've had the conversation with Jackery. I don't know, head back to the the Morkoth. Are you going to stay in town? You're going to go to uh, the burner base with, to for the night. Um. Mm. Probably would be best to stay close, just in case something mm -hmm. were to happen. Seems like the town is becoming a bit volatile. Yeah, okay. I agree. Any of y'all got like a, you know, like a love seed or something in your, <laughs> your room? Stay in uh, probably stay in Khaldun's room. I mean, it'll be like a king-size bed to me. So. <laughs> I, I think that uh, the our patron would cover your cover yours as well you guys got a source well, of money you can you can bunk in with Calder. yeah <laughs> so he sleeps he's kind of sequestered he sleeps most nights at the blue, blue crater <laughs> yep. academy yep. Anyway. he's yeah, got an office so in the can... bed and doing all that research so he's not even staying in this room at the Morkoth at this point okay. yeah, so there's a there. spare room yep. yeah I'm in you could definitely stay there Okay. Yeah, so you guys are saying to work off, um, just down the tavern part until later, I suppose, just having a few drinks. Um, and while you're just sitting around talking, chit chatting, getting to know uh, Spetra a little better, um, Jinya walks in, which is kind of a rarity. You know, she, Ooh. for one thing, rarely leaves the, the church anymore because she's the head priestess and is busy. Two, she's coming to a bar, which seems kind of out of place for her. But oh, wait, she comes wait in. I've heard this one. I've heard this one. <laughs> so a cleric walks into a bar. <laughs> and? No, no, no. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> he only heard of it. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, right, I didn't, right. know, yeah. Yeah. didn't know the old thing. I, know I don't it. know the outcome. Oh. No matter. It's uh, yes and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes and. Um. <laughs> She comes in. She's she's wearing her her official regalia, like she just got off work, and she's she looks like she's looking for you because she walks in, she sees you, and she lights up and smiles, and she walks over 
to the table and and uh, you know, holds her hand up. May I? Of course, you don't have to ask. She sits down, and Nalini comes over, and she smiles at Nalini and says, "I'll have a nail and uh, whatever Alma's having. I'll have that." Um, it's uh, Jen. I heard Jenya Spectros, Jenya. How do you do? He's just good, better. Excellent. I'm uh, Jenya. I'm the head priestess of the Church of Saint Cuthbert, and I've known your friends for a long time. They've been a great help to me and the people in the city of Cauldron. Yeah, when when she says I've known your friends for a long time, he kind of it, it kind of jars his like he kind of squints his eyes like you and then he's like, "Oh, these these guys. They're oh, you they're <laughs> they're my friends that you're talking about. Oh. We're friends?" Yeah. <laughs> I've known Spectro for about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 1448. Um, well, uh, not to be rude, and he looks at Spe- she looks at Spetro. Um, can I speak freely around your friend? <laughs> to me. She's looking at you. She glances at you and looks at the rest of the party and says yeah. that, um, I'm not trying to be rude. Uh, I don't know him. Uh, can I speak freely? I'm an excellent judge of character, and I believe that we can. Okay. And, um... Fez, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I just give two thumbs up. Good. And she... Matthew, she can you do that? It's... It's... It's, it's pinkies. <laughs> Wrong day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're counting to three in German. <laughs> um, and she... She, uh... She mentions, like, she says we're safe and she said I'm, I'm still concentrating on detecting whether or not anybody's following me but we're safe to speak um, so this this thing that's happening tomorrow this uh, this gathering um, it's it's odd how this has come about um, there is a, a, a holy warrior of St. Cuthbert who's been part of our church at the Paladin who's been a part of our church for many, many years. Um, he leaves the city to go on his little crusades from time to time. And she stops. I need to stop calling it that. He goes on his own personal missions. Um, when I say little crusade, that's a little rude. Um, the last time I saw him, I wasn't the head priestess of St. Cuthbert's Church in Cauldron. But what I do know is he's supposed to be. She pauses and sits back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you, edge of my seat. Could, could you say those last sentences again for the those in the back? Um, I don't know how far back to go. Um, so I there is a uh, there's a holy warrior of Saint Cuthbert who's a paladin of the Church of Saint Cuthbert of. Um, cauldron and i know he's been out of out of cauldron for quite some time i mean at least two years Uh, but he's recently written a letter to the city council of cauldron and it's kind of odd Uh, um, his name is uh on the tip of my tongue it's been a while since i've seen him alec tercival um so I don't know if you recognize the last name, but Tercival is one of the 
more prominent royal families of Cauldron is one of the sons. And because of that, he has the right to challenge certain officials should the need arise or should they just choose to. It's called, it's part of the old law of peers. Um, and Alec has decided to challenge the captain of the guard, Tercion Skellering. Not a fan of the orcs, is he? Well, he seems to believe that it's um, it's not good for the town, and he apparently has been meeting with Mavu. Um, I I think I told you that the church from Sasserine told me that he was there and safe. Well, that was at his request, and I've recently found out that Mavu has been in Red Gorge, and he's been meeting with uh, a somewhat secret secret in the fact that people don't talk about it but it's they're called the chisel and they're a group of uh, businessmen and they're fairly they're fairly good for the societies that they're a part of and Mavu is a part of the chisel and he's been down there because of the taxes and because of the changes in the leadership of, of Cauldron He's been down there trying to discuss a way to get the, the, the politics of Cauldron shifting back to where they used to be um, better for the people rather than for the 1%. Um, but the letter that he sent was to challenge, like I said, to challenge Tercion Skellering for the role of guard captain of Cauldron. But this wasn't publicized. The city council kept it secret. Um, they shouldn't have. I mean, it's it's a it's a legal challenge. It should be made public, so the challenge can be upheld. So the sheriff knows about it already, too. This guy that he's actually challenging. The captain does know. the The council knows. The lord mayor knows. I'm sure. Probably a majority of the royal houses know. Certainly, the Tercion house knows. Um, Alex's Alex house knows. Um, but he was supposed to have been here by now, and for the he, challenge, for the challenge, and he's not here. I don't know if he's waiting to come tomorrow um, because of the the thing that's going on in front of the courthouse. Um, which I think did, I won't be able to attend, but um, I think it might be in the best interest if you were around somewhere. Anyway, Tal Alec is a, a really good friend of mine. Um, I've known him for a long time, and he would be a fantastic captain of the guard for, for Cauldron. He's, and it's not just because he's a follower of Sid Cuthbert, he's a just man. He's a very, powerful uh, paladin um, I just felt like these are things you would like to know I just happened to find out tonight and um, also found out you guys have been staying here for the afternoon uh, so I felt like you know come out have a beer with my friends and let you know about the uh, the revolution that's happening in the town that you are, have been staying in for the last two years <laughs> and she smiles that is wow. that is quite the development. 
do you have you have you used any of your magic to scry upon um what was his name baldwin uh alec uh, <laughs> baldwin alec Tercian. i went to guinness <laughs> guinness sir alec guinness what's um, what's what's his last name Tercian. I thought it was Tercival. His, his, his last name is Tercival. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Tercian Skellering and Alec Tercival. A L E K T E R C I V A L is the paladin of St. Oh, Cuthbert. Spelled it right. Nice. Tercian Skellering is the captain of the guard. That's, that's conveniently named. Works for all. <laughs> that's, yeah, conveniently named. Tercian. <laughs> <laughs> power hour now is the challenge Sunday, like a Sunday, is it Sunday. like a physical challenge or is it like a just it's like a like a political a, challenge pie it's a duel. eating a chess match it's a duel it's a duel it's a duel pie eating okay. pie public? <laughs> is it generally like a public event like a gladiatorial kind of thing yes it is it's usually has well it's not ever happened in my lifetime but what i've read about it is it's held at the um the, the guardhouse, the the compound next to the city council building, um, and it's not to the death. I mean, it, it's it's not meant to kill anyone. It's just meant to subdue or have someone uh, yield. Yield. Thank you. Um, it's a duel to the unemployment. Yeah, basically. And, we, <laughs> and that would be publicized, chance? wouldn't it? To the pain. Just, okay. I'm nodding yes on a, on a podcast, okay. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but this challenge might take place in Red Gorge? No, it would have to be it would have to occur here in uh, Cauldron for it to be official. I mean, it has to be it has to be witnessed. You know, they have to show witness that this challenge did occur, that it was fair and that it was uh, upheld by the laws and the winner would continue or become the new captain of the guard. And well, you say... Go ahead, Tarathiel. What if something were to happen to Alec before he could bring the challenge? It just wouldn't happen. It I wouldn't. Think that's what they're going for. Stopping the challenge. But why? It's, so if they, he's already running late, though, right? When's the last time you talked to him? And is this in character for him to not show up to something like, you know, a, a big challenge for the sake of his city's well-being? <laughs> I haven't As seen a paladin him. and all. I haven't seen him in several <laughs> years. He's been he's been out of town for years, and I didn't even he didn't send me the letter. He sent the letter to the city council as a formal challenge, uh, and I just happened to find out through friends and uh, well sources. Um, well, and it was like it was more of an expectation that he would be here tonight because the challenge would have happened tomorrow. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that I would immediately jump to nefarious actions, but if he were in town, he would come see me. He would stay at the church. We, I mean, we would we'd go to dinner. I haven't seen him in years. So have this you tried scrying like on him? I have, um, but I have been unsuccessful. In what? In a way of just like uh, it didn't work, or it was one of those preventative things. I, I don't know how to tell the difference, to be honest. Um, so when you cast, when you scry, you either you either succeed or you don't. Okay. 
So like, even if you are blocked or if you just happen to fail or they made their saving throw, as it were, if they make their saving throw, you wouldn't know they made the saving throw. You just would not gather any information. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So this form, this letter that he sent, it wasn't like one of those fill in the blank deals where he's like, I, Alec Tercival, ch- <laughs> yeah. challenge for the position Mad- of Captain of the Guard on fill in the blank uh, date, Lib, yeah. you know? <laughs> No, it was, it was apparently formally written with his seal. So, so the challenge, from what I've heard or what I understand, is legitimate. It's a legitimate challenge, and it should be honored by the laws of Cauldron, uh, because he is part of a part of the orig- one of the original households of the city. Um, beyond that, my, I'm getting the second hand. Malvo must know how to contact him. You said that they've been talking. Yes, Mavu's been in Red Gorge, and I don't know if that's where Alec is, but the fact that Mavu is talking about changing the guard captain, it makes me think that they're probably talking or have been connected recently. Uh, Tarathia mm-hmm. looks at Spedro. You reckon you can outrun an army? If I get a head start, I mean, can they jump real high? Because I can fly. (laughs) You need me to. What are you suggesting? I run to Red Gorge and ask around for this guy? (laughs) No, I was going to suggest we all go. Okay, that sounds more reasonable. Uh, Can we make it there and back in time? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We're working on a timeline here. So I'm going to be... flip over to the regional map. Um, Jamie, just to let you know. So we can get an idea of where Red Gorge is. Because if you'll take a look, it is farther away right. than the yeah, Red Ger- Jared's. However, Crazy Jared's wasn't on a main road. This is a main road. Yeah. It's path, uh, paved. Not paved. It's uh, well ridden. It's, uh, it's kept... Well trod trod it's guarded uh um, cauldron patrols there's a lot you know so it, it's it's a major thoroughfare thoroughway so getting to red gorge on this road would take probably uh i mean it's as the crow flies it's about 25 miles but you see how windy that road is what so about, what about as the spe- spectro flies uh, it would be 25 <laughs> miles um, <laughs> it's still the same but, distance i just a faster crow Following the road, it would be 30, 35 miles, give or take. So on horseback, it would be, even on horseback, it would be two or three days to get there. So you imagine an army of 300 marching, it would be probably two weeks. How fast could an unladen Spectro versus a laden Spectro take this flight? Not about weights, where grips the husk. (laughs) (laughs) And also, was that the. The, the the trail we blaze is that a road to Eldorado reference? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's an excellent movie. Fantastic. I mean, can we just really quickly invent like hot air balloons because we were, we're really way yes. up? Yes. Yeah, yes. A... Give me a hot air balloon engineering roll with intelligence. <laughs> a hang glide check. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, do you guys feel like even if they got a head start, 
we might get catch them. I mean, it's just the four of us moving versus hundreds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They haven't left. You, you guys, right, right. You know, well, we could, we would know. Presumably, we would have ways of knowing when they left, even if we didn't see them with our own eyeballs. So you guys, exactly, know some folks in town. Yeah, Tercian. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Tercian will probably let us know when that, when that. Jackery. Ja like that's what I said, Jackery. <laughs> I heard it. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> Jackery will let us know when that uh, that little mini boss kicks off. I mean, that little event kicks off. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, if we want to, you know, hold tight, do do what uh, Virginia suggested we do as far as being eyes and ears at this protest thing, and and your I drow think that's friend. Important. Yes, and and I believe you need a few more carbs before you start running. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about them carbs, baby. <laughs> you need some fettuccine alfredo's back. <laughs> spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti loading. <laughs> Random lasagnas. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. Oh, that's funny. Just comes in a pint of lasagna. <laughs> Just a mason jar Long of spring. lasagna. Just, Sounds kind of good, it, though. It parks and wrecks amount. Yeah, when, I, when, I, when I ask for the lasagna to go, that's what she gives it to me, and it's in a, yeah. a mason jar. I love it. She brings out a pocket lasagna. lasagna. Pocket lasagna. <laughs> Roll for lasagna. <laughs> Pocket lasagna. Oh my god! It's a thing. It's not a thing around here. It's a thing. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. It's like, I, I, it is now. Yeah, it is, it now, is now. Yeah. I had a. Uh, this is a true story. I had a. I was at an Easter egg hunt thing for uh, our church the other day, and a kid was like, at this egg station with boiled eggs, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I keep boiled eggs in my pocket." And I was like, "Pocket eggs?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, pretty sure you're lying, but it's kind of an awesome idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yokes on you, buddy. <sighs> you know, it does remind me of a friend of mine. His name's Seth. He used to be Special it's Forces. Fresh. and uh, I, I, Rachel, you know Seth. Um, and he, uh, it, <laughs> I remember somebody talking about him once. We were at some friend's house, uh, the Turner's house. And, uh, uh, oh, Lord, I just forgot her name. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Turner. She um offered julie, julie thank tina you. Offered, no, tina uh offered uh set up some food or whatever like you know you want to take some of this with you and it, w it was not something dry <laughs> let's say and he's like yeah sure and he got a handful of it and put it in his pocket <laughs> and that sounds about I mean, right. yeah right uh, i mean this is the guy that was invited to, to, to the <laughs> and asked if he needed to bring a fork. Because <laughs> he wasn't sure if there would be enough. I mean, it's just... At least he wasn't asking if he could bring a dish that he would just dig out of his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, right. like, honestly. Hey, I brought pie. <laughs> pocket well, ham. I, just, I think about that. Pocket ham? Pocket ham? <laughs> so, no, Hot Pockets. Come on, people. Hot <laughs> Anyway. Hot um, Pockets. Okay. Oops. So, <laughs> We oh it's, it's Ness necessary evil. Hi, he's in chat. Oh, First time guy. chat. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. He's it's probably my fault. <clears throat> well, considering this is the first time he's ever heard, or I, I don't know if he. But we accept. Yeah, thank you for coming, Ness. <laughs> we tolerate you. <laughs> <laughs> So, is there anything else you guys would like to do tonight? 
and Ginger's still there, and she she stays for about an hour, um, having a few drinks and talking to you and catching up a little bit and, and answering questions. Should you come up with something? Um, in the meantime, hmm. what do you think the chances that Alec would win? Oh gosh, oh yeah, he will win without a shadow of a doubt. If he's here, if he oh, of course, if he makes the duel. The captain of the guard. I mean, I know you guys have met him. He's functional at best. Yeah, we could fold him like an origami yeah, frame. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> and Alec has been a paladin for twenty years. I mean, he's not—he's not a new to this kind of. I mean, he's been on crusades after crusades. You know, probably higher level than you guys. Oh. <laughs> that kind of thing. Not by the time we find him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just give us, give us six our levels combined, though. <laughs> give us some time. Ooh. We yeah. could be Captain Olaf. <laughs> Bless you. I want to be. I want to be hot. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've got anything else. Um, okay. Uh, Farazan is much smarter than I am. Is there anything else I should ask? <laughs> <laughs> roll for insightful questions. Yes, roll yeah, for right. insightful questions. Or there are spells that Alma has access to. If that's something you'd like to try. Cast contact GM. Yeah. Basically talk to Biori. I'm just, I've, I've been curious as to when this comes up and like how I'm going to handle it, but, but, but you only cast that once a week, right? Isn't that pretty limited? No. Um, let me look right here. Ran a mission from Bailey. It's long rest based. <laughs> okay. Um, so if I like, if I try to cast it two or more times before finishing a long rest, there is a cumulative 25% chance for each casting that I get no answer and you would roll that in secret. I like secret. Wait, rules. who are you contacting? Is this a god? Yeah. <laughs> you can talk Mary. to a god? I can talk to God. Can well, you tell everybody that? Of. Because you should. <laughs> I would lead every I conversation told, with that. I told the party. Does he talk back nobody... <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well, you should be talking to God. Like, <laughs> yeah. What do I say? <laughs> I, don't, I have a negative <laughs> one charisma, so I, mean, the, I don't want to The first thing you say is, well. I am really yeah. sorry for everything. Now let's go past <laughs> it, and i got a question for you. <laughs> That's a goal you're going to rehearse. Yeah, yeah, I have to make a script and stuff for that one. Like, you hello. Should just leave. That should be how you introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Alma. I have a direct line of communication <laughs> with insert God's name here. That would be once per day. Kind of a following cauldron, and there are reasons yeah. for that. You know, we um, should role play it out. Pretend Fezan is God. I close my eyes, dear God. It's me, Alma. Oh, hold on, I need to turn my brightness up. <laughs> Arthur. All right. <laughs> oh, quit groveling. Um, um, I don't have anything specific that I want to do, but uh, historically, Tarathiel's been pretending to sleep at the inn and then sneaking out to go and sleep at an old lady's house that he rented a room from. But given that the last laugh knows about her and knows that he's been staying there, he's uh -huh. pretty much just cut off all contact. So he's just staying in the in the drunken Morkoth. I'm, I'm going to say Spectro knew that. 
Okay. It'd be fun. I could just say that all the time now. Yeah, Spectra knew that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just part of one of his quirks. Hey, hey, you gonna sneak out and sleep in that old lady's house? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He chose to respect your boundary after going into the old lady's house. You're you're (laughs) always drawing the blinds. (laughs) You're constantly drawing the blinds. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, there's certain things I don't really want to (laughs) know. Cast darkness on myself. Yeah, please. <laughs> my eyes. Blindness, blindness, deafness. Just... <laughs> I got why no silence. Avert your ears. Avert oh. your ears. Yeah. So, in that case, the night will pass uneventfully. You'll wake up the next morning. Long rest complete. If you need that, probably shouldn't at this point. Uh, first thing in the morning, early, like as soon as there's enough light to travel through Cauldron, which. It's more like nine or ten because you know the winter time. You hear the masses of people starting to gather already because, I mean, if you look at the map, you guys are just a few blocks away from the the, the city hall, um, which is five on the map. Um, yeah, you and it's it's turned into kind of a festival. Uh, so you you know you open the window to look out and you see people moving towards that direction, but you see a lot of the uh, the food carts and trucks, and you see uh, you see uh, uh, Cowart's son pushing their uh, taco uh, uh, truck <laughs> awesome. up towards the uh, the city hall, and and you understand that this is probably going to be some sort of uh, tense kind of uh, gathering. But nobody is really taking it seriously. But capitalism. Right? <laughs> but and but capitalism. <laughs> so it's it's almost like a um, they don't quite get the, the, the severity of this, um, and they're also like, well, we have a reason to like capitalism. We have a reason to sell things. So it's it's almost like you know. Down with the man banners and you know everybody's cheering and like putting on makeup of uh, Alec, his his uh, coat of arms because they're supposed to be a duel. Not that because that's not well known, but you know that kind of thing. That feeling of a festival's happening today. It's it's a little weird. It's it's kind of a strange dichotomy between we're challenging the city and we're partying about it. Perizon gets a, a foam finger and says, uh, "You know, Alec number number one." <laughs> Raphael, number one. Yeah. <laughs> you can still give me offensive gestures with the fingers that you ever made. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> Read next to the lines? I don't know. Tarathia, they you know, they say that uh, you know, when you point at somebody, three fingers are pointing back at you. Not in your case. <laughs> You just have like the one. That's evens. <laughs> your point one, their point one. Actually, he's got oh. the. Uh, you you probably haven't gotten that far in the podcast yet. There was a. Uh, there was a replacement. He got one back. No, no, no. It's a. It's a <laughs> full on like. No, was it, is it mithril? Yeah. No, it's, uh, is it's it silver? It can't oh, be silver. It's silver. silver. Okay. Yeah. 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 Caldun made him a uh, multi finger multi tool. That's going to be with the gadget like uh, uh, lockpick in it. Pretty sweet. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I mean, it, 
it impinges upon my ability to crack jokes at your physical defects expense, but I'll laugh. <laughs> I still do this to get into character every time. <laughs> like, all right, I'm Tarathio. I mean, you can take Finish the prosthetic the on and off, I like... assume. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> A little cramping. Everything's fine. So you, uh, the, uh, the gathering, the, the, <laughs> I keep on wanting to say riot, but I feel like it might be protest. protest. The protest, thank you, uh, is due to begin around noon, which is just a few short hours from now. Um, you said you're going to, you plan on attending. Is there anything you'd like to do between now and then? It, uh, it, it, go ahead, Alma. No, go ahead. I was just going to ask, do we see the city responding in any kind of way with all these people gathering at, in front of the, what'd you say, it was the courthouse or the courthouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there I mean, is, are they posting guards? There or? is a definite larger guard presence today. And it's not like Gestapo, but it's just, you see them more often in their patrols than you would on a normal average day. And is there a figurehead of some kind? Like, you know, like a like press secretary styled, you know, trying to, you know, communicate with the masses, calm down, or is it just, are they waiting for somebody or do we know? So there, there's not much information. They just know that we're going to, we're going to protest. We're going to meet in front of the city guard at noon on this day. Um, And like, there's at this point, there's nothing to calm down. Everybody's in a great mood. I mean, everybody's like, you know, everybody's got their kids out. They're going to go to the courthouse and see what's going to happen because this has never really happened, right? I mean, this yeah, is yeah. this is kind of a new thing, and nobody's really expecting uh, a spectacle or you know, it's that cognitive dissonance. You know, it's just nothing's going to happen. Like this is just it's just, it's a special day, and we're going to have fun, and it's all wonderful um, because a lot most of the people in town who aren't businessmen don't really feel the pinch of the higher taxes and you know maybe a little bit but most of the most of the taxation has gone towards the business people everyone said the the, the cast of ted lasso is going to be there so it's <laughs> <laughs> coming yeah, out to and, see them and uh pedro pascal i mean he'll be there oh i'm yeah. there yeah right Everybody, everybody's <laughs> there struck a chord at all I mean, to be fair that's a... <laughs> sorry that wasn't all that <laughs> 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 have Historically, oh, being orphans Fuck. in trouble. So, whenever there's a magical show, will be there. Fantasy Pedro Pascal's going to be there. <laughs> I'll be either one. Pedro Pascal's like the internet daddy right now. Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need an um, adult. I, <laughs> I would like to uh, throw psychic whispers on everybody, which would be the first time mm-hmm. uh, for Spetro. Because I can bring Spetro in, I can bring four other people in. Yep. Um, is it? What, what does this do? This is the, this is our uh, this the our internal monologue. You can yes, communicate so... telepathically, basically. Mike, why don't you, why you read it to us? Like, kind yeah. of give him an idea how it works. The whole thing. Hang on a well, second. no, just the part to part. I guess a big old black. <laughs> All of it. Twenty-eight years it. ago. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. You can establish a telepathic communication between yourself and others, perfect for quiet infiltration. As an action, choose one or more creatures you can see, up to the number of creatures equal to your proficiency level, and then roll a psionic energy die. For a number of hours equal to the number rolled, the chosen creatures can speak telepathically with you, and you can speak telepathically with them. Got to be within one mile of each other. Uh, 
so you can you can use the telepathy with anybody that can speak a language and you don't have to actually share a language sweet um so you cast this and you i assume i'm aware of it or uh, you, you talk <laughs> to like me in my head inside your head he would he would, yeah. he would warn you before he does it uh okay does it require touch? I don't think it does. I don't think we, I think we determined it didn't because the uh, choose the frog one more block. creatures you can see. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You uh, uh, so you you know you you caution him about it and you say you're you're going to hear me in your in your head and he seems totally comfortable with that idea as if he's been exposed to that and possibly can do it himself. He's just like okay, okay. oh, it'll it'll help with yes. Uh, <laughs> so so the actual way that it functioned is everybody communicates to Tarathiel and Tarathiel communicates to them, but we kind of hand wave that. That seems okay. like a really, like... It's a lot? Yeah, it's a lot to, to deal and keep up with, but in actuality, you talk to him and he relays the message, and then vice versa, right? He's like the hub. You can't Literally. talk to anybody else telepathically. You can't have you a private conversation without right. me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's really... There, there are several strings and cans, and he's got his ears on all of them, and none of them are connected. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I am a spider in the center of the web. Yes. Yes. I will uh, climb a building somewhere. Oops, just pick one. Well, I just wanted Three to interject ones. before we split up at all. I do want to ask if anybody wants to ask any questions to God today, because I'm going to try to use my spell. <laughs> If we want to brainstorm on that, I can only ask three questions. I want to make sure they're good. Anybody Did it have to be like any... yes or no? Yes. Is it bigger than a bread box? No. Kind of thing? <laughs> no. One more. Yeah, it, it has to be a yes or no question. <laughs> um, and it can, it, and the response can be, um, it can be like unclear or a one-word answer. Um, you can offer a short phrase as an answer instead of a yes or no. Should we head to Red Gorge immediately? Okay. Does that seem... Um, what's, uh, tell me the name of the spell. I just want to look at it real quick. Uh, commune. Commune. So go ahead and come up with your, your questions so I have a little half a second to kind of come up with the answers. Um, so the question that I had in regard to Red Gorge was similar, so we can kind of decide if that's the one that we want to ask. I had just written, like, are the guards leaving for the Red Gorge today? Which would then answer if we need to leave now. That's fair. And then um, uh, cast the time a minute, duration a minute. You've got to you've got to ask your questions within a minute. Okay, within no a problem. minute, no problem. Or, um, is... I also I also had sorry. Um, is uh, Alec Tercival? I I put in trouble, but I also put alive. I don't know which is better to ask. Financial trouble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does he require okay. our immediate assistance? Maybe so you can you can ask fairly anything. I mean, it's he forgot just... to take out the trash this morning, and his wife is pissed. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lots I of trouble. A, I had a joke on another podcast that made me just about spit my drink across the room when they were in a fantasy setting, and they said, uh, "Yeah, he got really heavily invested into NFTs, which is horses with no fucking teeth." <laughs> 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 oh man that's, that's quick huh. amazing um yeah Alma will hear Tarathiel's voice in her head and he's he's kind of 
not looking, he's avoiding eye contact. Could you, um, could you find someone? Yeah. Ooh. I think. If I give you a name, can you ask? Um, I can't, I can't find a location unless you have a question about a specific location. On the adverse of that, if you want me to do a different spell, I can try to locate someone with a little extra help. Can we talk about it after? Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you. Well. So there's two questions, right? The third one's just, I bet nobody asks... How are you? <laughs> <laughs> and they just say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, nobody asks. Well, it, 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 it does say that I could give short sentences, which is a little different yeah. from the past ones. I'm glad they, I mean, you know, it's our game, our rules, but I like that they added that you can actually give more than, yup. I mean, yeah. so. Stinky. You know, I mean, they make guys sound illiterate. Yeah, you know, right. or dumb. <laughs> well, they're busy. You know, they got yeah, verses. They yeah, that's true. They're just yeah. like, a, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, all the other D and D streams. All right, <laughs> when you especially yeah. when you're every day, and you're like, "Would you please shut up?" Like disadvantage. <laughs> like, <"All> right. <laughs> message, message Bayorian, and the three dots pops up. And it goes away. <laughs> She's thinking. Oh no! Oh no! Or she does that cruel thing where she sends you the gift. That makes it look like she's typing. Oh god! Yeah. You know? <laughs> that would that would be terrible. She wants to distract you for a while. It's a picture of a of a picture with like a play button, but it's just a picture. So you're like hitting you're it sitting for a while. there. Oh, what's it supposed to do? <laughs> what uh, does it mean? It's, is that is that the uh, the uh, the ethic equivalent of a Rick roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you, uh, I mean, if you're looking for a third question, we've been trying to figure out where Terum is and weren't able to scry upon him. So you could ask if Terum is still in the city. Okay. Of the three objectives that we have in front of us, <laughs> which one is the one that we should dedicate our attention to today? <laughs> well, one of those kind of gets answered by the first question. Yeah, or know, at least we get a little bit, we get some prioritization, mm -hmm. at least out of the first mm -hmm. one. Are you talking about if the guards are leaving today? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or if you if you can get back a non-binary response, you could just ask when will the guards leave for Red Gorge and see what you get. You might get yes. Might get later. <laughs> yeah. Later would suck too. But it still yeah. just says like it can be answered with a yes or no, even though you can answer with a short phrase. It still right. would be a yes or no answer. So, so I don't think little, I can ask time questions. Again, I think I mentioned this before, a little behind the curtain. I am not a dick DM. I'm going to give you what I think you should get using a fifth level spell. Like you're you're using some power, and you have expectations when you cast a spell. If I can give you information, I'm going to give it to you. I'm not going to hold back. So. And I'm not, you know, like you cast a wish. I wish I was super powerful. Like, all right, now you're you're a cartoon and you're a piece of paper. You know, I don't do crap like that. I'm, I'm not trying to screw you over. Like, ask your, figure out your questions. You'll get answers. And so, it, this spell is amazing for a DM because I get to give you, 
I just get to unload information and like help you along and push the plot. These are spells that I absolutely love. So ask away. Right. I do love. Uh, did, I, did you guys ever play Storm King's Thunder at all? By chance, five I tried. There's a. No. There was like a supplement for it that you got if you went to like a Fandango event that was Acquisitions Incorporated related. Ooh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, it introduced a character. I think it was a floating skull. I think yeah. his name was Tulak or something like that. I loved that as a DM because it could be like I could tell you whatever I want, and like as written, he heckles like during combat, which is <laughs> fun anyway. Well, it's kind of like yeah. Morty from uh, uh, oh, Rick and. Um, of the Rick variety. Oh shoot! Uh, damn it! The Future. old CRPG um, Torment. Everybody yeah. ever played Torment? You get the little skull. Is a is a murmur, and he's just like Ooh, one of his special abilities is to heckle, and it like drives people crazy. So maybe based off of that, where that came from. Yeah, it was, I I loved playing as Tulak, and and it, like in addition to the heckling, just for fun. It would off. He was just indispensable as like a. What do you want to know? Because I know it. Was it? Wasn't he like a professor or something like that? Or uh, something. It's been a while since I ran it, but he he was just very flexible um, Mm -hmm. for and just extreme utility for for being able to kind of steer people in certain directions because he he lived like all these lifetimes or whatever. Yeah, flexible for a skull. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Have you come up with your three questions? No. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not ask, clear. Ask them anyway. We're almost at the, the two hours. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> you can. You can. You just, <laughs> this can be the night. I don't have a week to come okay, up with an answer. Right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. All right. I'll cast it. I'll start casting my ritual spell. Okay. Uh. You finish. No problem. You're sitting around. You're you're in the bar awesome. of the. Drunk and more coffee, you're like, go, BRE. Actually, blah, blah, blah. no, I would want to do this privately because I do okay. have to light some incense and stuff, so I would do it up in my room. By yourself. Okay. Yeah. Can we find so, a rooftop garden? So then nature guard, right? Oh, that'd be nice. Sure. You know where there is. There's a rooftop garden <laughs> that you can find. Fares on hand you Fares on hands you a small succulent. <laughs> Get on there my must be a lot of rooftop garden. gardens in cauldron. Yeah. There's yeah, no exactly. land. There's no land for the garden. Room. So you got banana trees on top of houses like crazy. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you go up to a nice rooftop rooftop garden. You knock on somebody's house because you can see the garden from the from the ground. And the door opens and you know the the elderly lady who's probably a grandmother opens and she sees Alma. She's like, "Hello, my lady." And uh you ask her, and she's like, of course, of course, come up, come up. And she lets you go upstairs, and you take your time, and she heads on back downstairs. And you're, you have this rooftop garden, and you start casting your spell. And it takes, is it, uh, whatever, it's a ritual, it takes a minute. And mm-hmm. you finish the spell, and immediately upon finishing the spell, you feel at peace. Uh, just complete, at ease. You feel like if uh, a god could smile at you, it's happening right now. Okay. Um, hi, it's me, Alma. Um, yeah. You might. Oh. Be careful. <laughs> that wasn't the question. Some undisclosed person in the city. No. Statement. 
Um, this is a little awkward for me, but um, I, I, I have some questions, and I, I was hoping that you could be of some help. And um, uh, first, I, I just would like to know if um, if Alec Tercival is alive. Yes, he is. Okay, I shouldn't have asked that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does does he need our immediate assistance? I really don't think I can answer that. I'm not sure. Okay, moving on from that. Um, are the guards leaving for the Red Gorge in the next three days? They will be leaving three days hence. Okay. Um, thank you. And, and thank you for the blessings that you've given to me. And the the smile, the holy smile, you know, the godly smile slowly fades and you just have a, a just this feeling of, of purpose. Like you just spoke to the God that you've been worshiping your whole life and you heard a voice like that's a big deal. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, you've definitely been validated by just casting the spell and having a short conversation with her. Cool. All right. So the the question you asked about is he in immediate danger it it was a slight hesitation to almost what you consider is um it could go either way kind of thing so it's i'm not sure that's that's kind of the feeling you got from that answer instead of the godly smile you got the godly brow furrow yeah, yeah. like <laughs> or the the godly shrug like mm. yeah. who <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right um i will uh thank the old lady and um of course of course <laughs> give her give her some uh gold the lady's mom <laughs> she has a heart attack oh no i heal her <laughs> um and then i leave <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'll come back and just report that I had a very cool, successful conversation with God today. I'm feeling really like I'm feeling really kind of high up and excited, very high energy. And you, I will. You, you have a glow about you, Alma, yeah, today. I feel like I do. Um, but yeah, and I'll just kind of report what um, what I learned and when the guard is leaving, um, and just kind of the what I found out about Alec. Bum. <laughs> so then we should get so ready for this gathering run. I got time to eat some funnel cake is what you're telling oh for sure yeah I'm definitely getting in on that <laughs> Trappy, I'll say I needed the carbs <laughs> Spetro have you ever had a turkey leg <laughs> uh, not in many 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 years let's see if we can find one I grab it and it's like the size of this mic. <laughs> 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 this <laughs> tiny little guy, like. <laughs> 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 oh, That's funny. So Alma comes back to the Drug of Morkoff. Uh, you guys are sitting around, kind of waiting for her to, to do her thing. And as she comes in, you can hear audibly down the down the road, several blocks away, a loud cheer erupt. 
as though something you know it's been it's been loud it's been like a game day right you ever been to a, a college football game where it's just like loud and boisterous and there's people just having a good time and doing things and then all of a sudden kickoff and the the whole place just goes deafening that's kind of the feeling you have something has (laughs) just occurred down at the uh down at the uh the courthouse (laughs) and uh, i'm a pr (laughs) what we will find out exactly <laughs> what is so exciting next week. We'll pick back up Ooh. there and uh, see what's happening. Adkins. Welcome aboard. Adkins. Yes, exactly. Hey, uh, welcome thanks. aboard. Yeah. Love to have you. You are amazing. Uh, oh, by the way, would you like to plug a little bit about what you've been doing with Adam? Sure. Uh, Adam uh, and I... We have a couple of podcasts, kind of. It's like one and a half pods right now. Uh, AMP, the Almighty <laughs> Podcast, covers My Hero Academia, and that's bi-weekly every other Monday. We just had an episode released today. Uh, and then we also have Kyo Cinema, which currently is on a, a little bit of a break because of some life stuff. But uh, we've been watching all of the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super movies uh, in release order. Uh, and reviewing those. That's been super fun. We've covered multiple live-action movies already, and we haven't even got to Dragon Ball Evolution. So it's wild. There are some, what? like, Korean unofficial movies that are... Uh, they're golden. They're fantastic. Third-party DBZ? <laughs> yes. Unlicensed, like, low-budget Korean, like, adaptations of the first arc of Dragon Ball that are phenomenal. Like, must must-sees if you're at all familiar with uh, Dragon Ball because that's what that stuff covers. But yeah, wow. super fun. Almighty is our main jam, though. And he's on our Discord. He's on the uh, Backpedio Network Discord. Uh, you've got a really big following. Like the last, I want to say, dozen people that have joined Discord have been to come see and talk to you guys. So it's a great show. I, I, I don't know that they're talking to us. They're lurking, but uh, they they do pop in, yeah. and I harass them on the uh, on the podcast. But uh, uh, yeah, we. I mean, it's it's fun. It's a fun little side project that we do and. The people seem to listen for reasons that are beyond me. So. <laughs> well, yep. cool. Uh, glad to have you, and we'll see you back next Monday, 9 p.m. I'll be here. See you guys. See you all. <laughs>